This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's up and welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Got the three-man weave back together today. Corey, Ben, and Frankie. Going to get ready to go over our, some of our NFL best bets for the weekend. Don't forget, obviously, SI Fantasy Pro community members. You get the Vegas Whisperers exclusive plays on Sunday morning throughout the course of the weekend for NHL. I mean, excuse me, for NFL. The, I'm about to say the NBA. For the NFL, National College for National College Football. For the for the NFL, NCAA, and we have a UFC match, uh, matter UFC card this weekend at the Red Hot. Casey Olsen is taken care of. So get ready to hop into it and get ready get down with the get down on Friday as we wrap up the week. Ben, how you doing, my man? How was your night? How'd you fare last night? Uh, I did. Uh, I actually did all right, Corey. I uh, I wasn't able to get some of those unbelievable props that uh, the prognosticator laid out for us over at SI Pro, unfortunately. Uh, but I know that those went three and zero. I know that the Vegas Whispers information was the first Thursday night loss of the year with Philadelphia minus four and a half. However. I tried to use that actually as a middle because at the beginning of the week, I got down on the Giants at plus seven, ended up buying an extra half a point to move that number from six and a half to seven. So ended up being an okay. Wish I could have gotten on some of those props. But again, for anybody that's listening uh, that wants to become a uh, part of SI Fantasy Pro and SI Pro, uh, those picks are now available either from uh, SI Fantasy Pro on on dm from twitter from frankie as well as also on our brand new discord page so now that we got that all set up some of those can come in and you can just jump on them immediately so i'm excited about no it. doubt uh frankie how was your evening last night no it was a great night i mean it would have been even better if the eagles you know somehow not only would have came back and won the game but would have found a way to actually cover the four and a half i mean it's amazing that if they would have gotten the two 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 point conversions we actually would have swept the card or if Carson Wentz didn't turn the ball over, you know, immensely in the uh, opposing team in the Giants red zone, throwing that interception. I have no idea who he was throwing to in the first half. Then uh, that missed field goal also hurt us at the end of the first half. So there was just a lot of things. But, you know, as Ben alluded to, the shops going, you know, and, and the, the props once again coming through with, you know, three relatively easy no sweat plays. 
um, that, you know, they look like, you know, obviously they were correlated plays to the uh, backing of the Eagles and laying four and a half. That was, you know, and in my opinion, if we have to go look back on it, I, I still believe the Eagles were probably the right side. They just didn't, you know, they, they had too many turnovers and let the Giants stay in the game. And I don't know how many times we're actually going to see Daniel Jones be able to run untouched, you know, for 80, 50, 80, 90 yards, you know, and then he still, you know, he tackles himself before he even gets to the goal line. But that's not going to happen too often, guys. But I'm still happy once again, 3-1 and one overall for the night, 6-1 and one overall on release plays for the week. And as we know, once again, on Thursday Night Football, the Vegas Whisper Sharps did suffer their first loss, you know, with the Eagles not covering against the number. But, boys, 10-1 and one against the number through seven weeks of NFL action, it doesn't get any prettier than that. So, I got my – I have one of those issues with me being a New Yorker. It kind of burnt me last night. This happens from time to time when you are a, a sports better in New York and you, you don't have a, a offshore book. So, I go with the DraftKings and FanDuel and points bets and all of that stuff right there. Mainly most of my action is on DraftKings, right? Maybe y'all can help me out with this. So I have to contact somebody in New Jersey to put my bets in for me. So throughout the course of the day, as the Vegas Whispers plays come in, I have to get in touch with that person. But if that person is not available to me at the time, I can't get it. So last night, I was able to get the Eagles minus four and a half in, but I didn't get none of the prop bets in. Why was that? Because he was out of he he had left. He wasn't able to, you know what I'm saying? The dude that I use, he sits at his computer all day and does this for a ton of New Yorkers. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like his little side hustle. But when he leaves to go do this or do that, he doesn't do it mobily. He just does it right at his computer. So when he, by the time he when he left out the house is when the plays came in, right? So I don't have it offshore. So I couldn't play the props. So I just so I, I lost on the four and a half. Now I said I'm going to take a lottery ticket shot. And I said I'm going to take the FanDuel has these single game parlays, right? So I took the Eagles money line. I took the under. And I took Richard Rodgers to score a touchdown. That lottery ticket was one yard away from hitting. Mm. Uh, And he had a good game, too. I mean, it was a solid game that was right on. I mean, uh, uh, talk about it. I wish that you put almost feel like it, it maybe if you would have known, but you really didn't know because obviously it came in late. Perhaps yeah. you know, perhaps you would have looked, you know, maybe towards Greg Ward as an anytime scorer who did find the end zone because the prognosticator was backing his overall receptions. Maybe one of those would actually go for a touchdown. But you know, listen, that's almost a, a great grab. And uh, just out of curiosity, what would that have paid? Uh, what would the that odds? was paying eleven to one? Wow, that's solid. So that's that's a solid play, and uh, you know, like you said, you came up very close to getting it. Uh, and you know, and if he's not throwing away uh, interceptions and turning the ball over there in the red Could zone, have more opportunities. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, so no, it's a solid play. So Ben, I got to get my offshore thing on deck so I don't miss the the props when they come in like that. You know what I'm saying? Or even more. Oh, New York needs to get their there mind in the right place and get the that. mobile sports betting going because it makes no sense that all of this money is going right across the border to New Jersey. Yeah, listen, this uh, this fine podcast is presented by the good folks over at DraftKings and DraftKings Sportsbook. So the more the more lobbying that continues to happen in our country with regards to getting more states to open up and allow for sports betting to be legal, it's better for everybody, allow for more mobile optimization. Like I, I'm from Illinois, guys. Like I live in, in, in Kansas City. I'm on the, the Kansas side. But, you know, Illinois this year just opened up. And for a while, it was totally ass backwards because they weren't allowing for a lot of these mobile games 
streaming operators to be able to operate. You had to sign up in person. It was in the middle of a pandemic. And now they finally came to the understanding of, listen, let's just allow for free market competition. Let's get as many of these different books in as possible. Start bringing in some capital to the state. And listen, I know this isn't any sort of podcast where we're diving into anything else, but Listen, I, I think we would all agree that we're all in favor of more options on a legal side, not having to worry about any of the offshore stuff so we can all bet at the best line possible. And, and right now, you know, hopefully more uh, more people listening will have an opportunity sooner rather than later uh, to be able to get on board and get the DK Sportsbook app. No doubt. Now, I was down, Frankie, with my kids, and you noticed last weekend, and I was like, okay, I'm in that DC has, you know, legal sports betting, but... The DC lottery runs it. Ben, this is a shit. I mean, excuse me, this is a sugar honey iced tea show. When the lottery, when the lottery last, gets involved. Last week, last week, Corey, when we had uh, Dave Sherapan, the sportsbook consigliere, on, Frankie was talking it through and saying like, "No, listen, like we we got to watch our mouth. We got to you know because the kids might be listening." I'm thinking, Frankie, what kids are listening to our show? <laughs> How many Twelve and thirteen year olds are are going to their old man to try and get twenty dollars to lay on a college football parlay. And then Frankie informed me that this was a, a big part of his childhood so you know i i, I was a little no, no it happened oh it happens oh i know i had homeboys in my when i went to school with that would call the old 800 numbers back in the day That's so right. you know what i mean you do have 13 you know you do have teenage boys out there but frankie so and you know i i you i told you about the dc lottery you know what i'm saying the dc lottery how now now mind you at the capital one arena william hill is going to be opening up a sports book in dc so they have some windows and tables out there now which is more like it but the DC Lottery has sole access to the app. The juice, Frankie, minus 125, minus 140, minus 130. So even if I want to call down to my son or one of the people and be like, yo, play this, play this, it's like I'm playing it at a worse number than anybody else. Yeah, no, it's terrible. And that's one of the reasons why, I mean, they, they, they probably need some kind of oversight committee eventually once this stuff goes into every state, because it's unfortunate what, what, what they're really, you know, what that's really doing is robbing people and forcing them to pay unjust juice right now. And as we know, in sports betting, you know, being able to find affordable numbers, the juice and the is, is enough to alone to kill most, you know, manageable bankrolls. So it's important that, you know, that they are not able to do that. And it's unfortunate right now that some states, you know, really don't have the, you know, any kind of oversight. It can really more or less juice it to whatever they want. But I agree with you 100%, Corey. For me, if I lived in any of those states right now, I'd be looking to contact and phone a friend, um, you know, and, and, you know, a family member or something out there um, and just be able to like find out. Otherwise, it does force people to start looking offshore. Um, and you know, and it's one of the reasons why, but those kind of, ju that kind of juice, Corey, it's unjust, it's unfair. And, and, and quite honestly, it's something I would never be get behind. I would never be wagering at any of those outlets. Frankie, I've, I've always, I've always had a dream at some point in my life to, to start a funk band. I, I play keyboards and a handful of other instruments. Unjust Juice would be a great name oh, for that's band. awesome. That is right? awesome. I like, like that. Can I steal yeah. that from you? Once, once I finally get the funk band going, can we be unjust juice? Like 100%. That. You can have it. All right. <laughs> I like okay. that. That's I a good one, Ben. I'm, 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 on, I'm on board with Unjust Juice. All right. All right. So now, so here's the deal. Let's get ready to get into some Just Juice DraftKings Sportsbook. So we're going to go over my best bet of the week. I do not know if I'll use this one in the contest because I'm very skeptical about the poorly coached Dallas Cowboys. But this week for the free plays over on SI.com, 
my best bet. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys plus one. That's what they are right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook. The reason why I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys is because they're playing the Washington football team. And like I said last week and earlier this week, excuse me, when they were getting ready to face the Arizona Cardinals, the Cowboys don't beat teams that don't play in the NFC East. Well, the Washington football team plays in the NFC East, Frankie, and I like Dallas getting the plus one. It's a tough bet. It makes my stomach turn, to be honest with you, but I know that they can beat – I know – put it like this. I feel pretty good that they can beat Washington. Uh, well, I can't say I'm I'm, 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 I'm not on the same side <laughs> of the fence. It's a good luck. <laughs> I, I, I wish you the best. It's more or less right now for me to stay away. If I was forced to make a selection on the game, I would actually be backing Washington because I just don't believe that I see anything right now that resembles a strong unity right now. And as you know, as we as you know, and you said after the game, there's a lot of discontent coming out of that locker room. Players complaining that the practices are not you know going uh, with a lot of effort right now. And if that's going to translate once again going out and maybe the team is already souring on Mike McCarthy that makes me lean away from a team that is 0-6 against the number a team that's as bad as the New York Jets against the number now listen Dallas Cowboys they have a lot more talent than the New York Jets, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And they have a competent uh, owner at the top in Jerry Jones who will make things right and find a way to right the ship, unlike the New York Jets that will continue to be a sinking ship for years to come as long as Woody Johnson and Adam Gase are the top you know, guys that are answering the question. But unfortunately, Corey, I can't say I agree with you, uh, but I wish you the best of luck. Hold on, Thank hold you. on, Frankie. I, I need to follow up on something that you said. Jerry Jones is a is a competent owner. It, what have you seen over the last twenty years that would suggest any level of competence? Ben, he tries. <laughs> he tries, Ben. Doesn't he have Super Bowl rings? Did he bring Jimmy Johnson? In? I don't. Don't worry about that. I'm talking about history. I understand what you're saying, maybe of late, but. Jerry 20, Jones. Twenty years Jerry, is a long time, Frankie. I I will listen. Time. Listen, twenty years. I wasn't even alive when the Jets won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I'm signed on the dotted line for 20 Frankie's years. Not 22 years old, man. <laughs> I mean, let, let's just let's just go right there. Come on, guys. If I had to sign on the dotted line, listen. If Jerry, if you're listening right now, buy the Jets. Do everything you can. Buy the Jets. I wish that someone would buy the Jets. There's no way that I can't say. Listen, he brought in Jimmy Johnson. He made the he helped make the trade with the triplets. You know that eventually led to the triplets trading the in the Herschel Walker deal. He knows what he does. He cares. He's a proactive owner. He's involved. He he is trying to always make his team better. He's always bringing in superstar talent. The Dallas Cowboys always have prolific talent. I would sign on the dotted line. He may not have been able to get the results that a lot of Cowboys want right now, but it's also hard because you've had dynasties with teams. Let's not talk about the cheating with the, with the New England Patriots, but you know, there's been other teams that have done things. And, you know, obviously right now that hopefully the pendulum is swinging and maybe now my guy, my boy, Patrick Mahomes, maybe he becomes the next face of a dynasty. But if I, if I, there's no way you can say anything bad about Jerry Jones in my eyes. I know you're going to go back and whatever, but the pedigree is there. He has rings, and he has rings that many NFL owners don't have. He does have rings. I, I will give you that. The the rings are there. They're they're starting to get a, a little more frail. They're starting to get a little bit more worn down on, on those old fingers of his as he's clinging on for any sort of relevancy left uh, in a terrible NFC East. Yes, I, I can't argue with that. Yeah, Ben, you're you're a Bears fan. 
Yeah, Bears haven't done anything. Wait, yeah. Bears haven't done anything since 1985, and one would argue that they should have. Were won. you wait, were you alive? Were you alive in 1985? No, no, I was born in '88. It's just folklore. When in, in my household, yeah, <laughs> you were no, about the '85 Bears defense, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, you missed a great time because I loved watching oh, Jim McMahon and Jim McMahon and Walter Payton. And I'll tell you right now, guys, you want to talk about a team that originated a bet? That bet with that those prop bets came and originated from your guys. And it was one, you know, they started out here in Vegas. The first prop, I believe, in a Super Bowl wager was on William the Refrigerator Perry to score a touchdown. And we know that he did, he was able to get that done. And from that, we know the explosion and the popularity of Super Bowl prop betting. So we have to give credit to the to the board from Midway. And Ben, as a Bears fan, you would realize, you would also know that the Refrigerator Perry scored a touchdown in that game and Walter Payton did not. Yeah, and, and my buddy Danny Parkins, who does Afternoon Drive in Chicago, uh, he's, he's said numerous times that so this isn't, I'm not embarrassing him by saying this, uh, he was conceived during the halftime of the Super Bowl win for the Bears when they won over the Patriots, and the joke in his family that his dad likes to say is that he scored and Walter Payton didn't. Nah, how about that? That's a good one right there. My son also, <laughs> my son was conceived doing, during a, uh, when the, the Yankees won, when the Yankees um, beat the Mets. So that's always going to oh, be nice. <laughs> yes, that's always going to be a special World Series in my heart. But off track now, back to my <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, Ben. What do you think? I, I actually think that despite the fact that Dallas has just continued to just kick us in the nuts all throughout the last you know several weeks or so as as betters, uh, especially last week, I was on them for Monday Night Football. I. I think you have to go with them here. Like just purely from a talent level, they just climb over Washington in every facet. Washington has been one of the worst teams in the NFL uh, at allowing open air yards to wide receivers. And now you have Dallas coming in with CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup against a bad secondary. If Andy Dalton can't figure it out here, then go trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick or blow it up. Because if you don't win this game, it is over. It is kaput. It is season ending time for the Dallas Cowboys. And the fact that they're now a one point favorite against a terrible Washington team on the road. This has to be make it or break it for, for Dallas. So I'm with you. I'll, I'll take them. The fact that you can get them for an extra point, I suppose that works in their favor. They haven't done betters any favors this year. They have not won a game like Frankie's New York Jets. They have not won a game against the spread, but I think this is the week that they finally pulled through. Speaking of Frankie, what is your best bet, my man? Yeah, well, it's once again, I'm not, you know, I, last fade week, I, yeah, it's fade Gase. I don't care what this number is. I see that, the, you know, I listen, I, I, I know that this number is coming down a little bit right now upon the news that Sam Darnold is going to be back on the center. But in that same respect, I don't understand how this time can move right now and what anyone has seen out of Sam Darnold to say that that's worthy of moving the point spread in the opposite direction in the Jets' favor right now. And I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit perplexed by seeing that, especially upon the news also that most likely he could be without his star uh, wide receiver and the only competent skilled position playmaker on that offense and, and Jamison Crowder who could miss the game due to injury as well. So for me right now, if everyone is out there and like I always say, we don't friends don't let friends bet the jets. Well, if you have the opportunity right now, call those people that you don't like. Continue to let them bet on the Jets right now. Let's get this number to maybe move down to single digits so I can double, triple, and quadruple pop this because I'm telling you right now, the Buffalo Bills 
are like the Rodney Dangerfield of the AFC. They do not get respect right now. All the respect is going towards, you know, obviously Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And then there's still probably even more respect in their own division right now to the New England Patriots. And I don't, and I think it's completely unwarranted. The Bills are the best team. They're coming into town. They're coming to MetLife, and they will probably be covering this number by halftime. I think that there's no way that the Buffalo Bills don't win this game by 14 points. If the Miami Dolphins can beat the Jets by 24 points, the Buffalo Bills will surely beat them by 11. I don't have much to add to that, Ben. Yeah, I, I like Buffalo here as well, especially knowing that the line has moved substantially back in the wrong direction on the Jets side, knowing that a couple guys and that Sam Darnold's going to be in. Uh, so the fact that you can get them right now at 10 and a half uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook feels like the easy play for me. Uh, I'll probably jump on them before the line ends up moving back to either 11 or 12. All right, there you go right there. Up next, we have... My main man, Ben, Ben Heisler. What is your best bet this week? So this one, this is, I feel like this is a tougher week, you guys, as far as trying to determine where I wanted to go here. And I ultimately decided on a team that I typically don't like to bet on. And that's my Chicago Bears. Typically, I like to use the Bears as a team to just watch and enjoy and bang my head against the wall because that's what the Chicago Bears offense would do to people. Uh, They actually cause brain injuries to people. It's actually 100% true. I can verify that. However, The reason that I am on board the Bears at plus six this week on the road against the Rams is that I think people are just looking at the Bears and considering them to be a completely fraudulent team on both sides of the ball. And the reality is that that's not true. Bears are really good on defense. Kyle Fuller and Jalen Johnson might be collectively the best one-two cornerback punch in the NFL. Their safeties and Eddie Jackson and Deshaun Gibson are amongst the best in the NFL. Robert Quinn and Khalil Mack up front are going to cause a ton of pressure on Jared Goff and the LA Rams, regardless of the fact that they're at home. I think about a game that they played a couple years ago, back when the Rams went to the Super Bowl, and the Bears just trounced them, just beat the hell out of them. Jared Goff had arguably the worst game of his career. He's going to remember that. And whether or not you think he's going to have a revenge factor in mind at home, I think is irrelevant. The Bears know how to scheme against him, and they've played him really well in the past. So, Even though the Bears offense is a mess and Nick Foles is doing better than Trubisky and that's not really saying a whole heck of a lot, to me getting six points uh, on the road against a Rams team that has beaten a bunch of bums, they're bum slayers right now, they've beaten up on the NFC East, congratulations, we could beat up on the NFC East. To me, this feels like the Bears are just getting way too much points because people are looking at their offense. They feel like they're incredibly lucky. And I think six points is too much on the road considering how good this defense is and the uh, back. And I think that's because one of the reasons that factors into that is they're going on the road. Two weeks ago, Ben, I had made the comment that I had never bet on the Chicago Bears in my life. Sunday will be the third week in a row that I've bet on the Chicago Bears. And so far, I'm 2-0. and And I'll be honest with you, I'm watching that Chicago Bear team play, and I hate to say it, they actually look like they're pretty good. I think the Bears with Nick Foles um, and not MVP Mitch can get something done. What do you think, Frankie? No, I agree. I, I think that's probably the solid way to be going right now. Uh, and, I, I, you know, as we see right now, the line tends to be agreeing. It opened at seven and a half last week out here in Vegas, and there's been some consistent steam right now. I'm not really so sure. I haven't gotten word yet if this is only public or sharp steam, but there's been consistent steam. And that's what, the, as the money continues to roll in right now, the Bears appear to be the side. But I'll wait and see what I get, you know, obviously from the Vegas with sharps on Monday as that game is the last week up on the slate for week seven. So uh, I'll be interested to see. But right now, my early lean is to agree with Ben. I think that the Bears are the right side. Friday night on the Diamond World Series style, L.A. Dodgers and Tampa Bay Rays, Walker Bueller and Charlie Moore and Ben. Seven and a half is the total. Dodgers are a $1.39 favorite. 
So the total here is really interesting for me because the the first two games of the series, the over is hit and the over is hit fairly confidently. In fact, I think it was the Vegas Whispers play on the over in game two that ended up cashing through. But I mean, this is the pitcher's matchup that we've been been waiting for. Like Walker Bueller is legit good. Charlie Morton has an ERA north of one when it comes to, uh, or south of one. I always screw up that expression, but it's less than one when it comes to his performances in the World Series. Like both of these guys are, are legit good postseason pitchers. The question will be whether or not Bueller gets the opportunity to go a little bit deeper into this game and how much the bullpens are going to be able to contain these teams. So I, I like the Dodgers tonight. I think it's okay to lay a little bit more on the money line. I think Bueller is, this is the opportunity that they've been waiting for to finally unleash him and let him go. Uh, conversely with Charlie Morton, I think he pitches well as well. So my thoughts on this one is probably do the Dodgers money line and also take the under and the under hits for the first time in this series. Ooh, Dodgers money line in the under. That sounds very enticing to me, Frankie. I would say hold off on that bet right now. I wouldn't be placing that wager just okay. yet. Okay. I, I, I'm actually working. Uh, I'm actually. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually working uh, the phone lines right now and, and you know, in communication uh, with getting us some information on this game right now. But uh, I may very well have. That's why it pays to be a member of SI Pro. There very well could be after this pod is over and completed. Once I get confirmed word, it looks like we will have a play on this uh, World Series game on Freaky Friday. And uh, it looks like it could be opposite one of the selections that Ben was just referring to right Not now. Not a surprise. So let's just hold off right now. Ben, don't click uh, any kind of submit buttons as well I as Cor- Corey. Don't be playing anything just yet. Uh, all listeners, you know, make sure you're a part of that Discord right now and you have your notifications set up because it looks like there could be a play coming within the uh, you know uh, before first pitch. Yep. All right, so cool. But do you have any, but outside of the Vegas Whisper information, Frankie, do you have anything that you want to add towards the conversation as far as handicapping the game yourself or are you waiting on the Vegas information? I'm going to be waiting right now uh, for right now. I, I really don't have a strong lean. I think I, I'm torn on this game. As as he just said, um, so uh, it's it's a difficult thing for me to get down right now. So I, I, I it's going to be uh, something I'm going to wait to see. It's a difficult game. Just, just to add really quickly, because I know that sometimes people come come after our guy Frankie on Twitter saying, like, you're, you're giving out picks and, you know, you're a tout. And, and this is the exact reason why our guy Frankie is not a tout. Frankie's exactly. waiting for the right information to come in. He's talking with multiple sources. He's going through his contacts in Vegas and across the rest of the country, some parts of the world, especially with a lot of his golf contacts uh, on the other side of the pond. So for anybody that's been listening or trying to think, oh, this is just Frankie giving out picks on both sides. Trust me, he could have let me just go ahead and said, yeah, you know what, Ben, I'm, I'm 100% with you. Uh, you know, I, I like that play, but he's waiting for the information to come in and he's late and he's saving it for our members. So, so right, there you me, go, Frankie. Got four college football games tonight, including a couple of teams that I like to bet on. For some odd reason, I like to bet on Jacksonville State, right? But tonight, they are catching nine and a half versus Florida International. Willie Taggart, man of the year. Um, <laughs> Tulsa in South Florida tonight. Tulsa's 11-point favorite. Illinois and Wisconsin tonight. Wisconsin's a 20-and-a-half point favorite. Louisiana Lafayette and the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Obviously big, always a big rest in peace. Shout out to my man, Charles Griffin, UAB graduate. Um, those are the four college football games on Friday night, right? So we do have a Vegas Whisper play in the community for one of these games. But Frankie, we do have a free play for tomorrow, Saturday's action, don't we? Yeah, right now, guys, we're going to be all over the 
uh, Alabama laying three touchdowns, minus 21 is the free play. And if you want to get the additional three other solid uh, locks for to, uh, for Saturday, you got to get behind that paywall because these lines are already on the move. And as we know, the Alabama game is already on the move. It was shared with all SI Pro members uh, laying 21, and I believe that number is already up to maybe 22 or 22 and a half over at DraftKings Sportsbook. So that number is already moving. That's why it pays to be part of the SI Pro community. But Alabama minus the 21 that is the official free play for uh saturday from the vegas whisper sharps all right so here's what we got right so this is how we're going all this is how it all shakes down for your si pro community weekend that's why you should be a part of us and this is why you should get down and get in that discord chat with me frankie ben the whole crew right so we have world series play getting ready to come in this front of foot tonight then we got the hottest man on the staff casey olsen with a MMA card that kicks off at 11 a.m. East tomorrow morning. So you go from World Series right into MMA, right into college football, all through college football, and then you come back on Sunday and we'll have the Vegas Whispers NFL. Ben, I don't think you can go wrong with that. I don't think so either. And by the way, for anybody that also has a little bit of intrigue when it comes to live betting golf, I threw in one of my plays for today, uh, heading into the second round of the Zozo Championship. And uh, since... I last put him down. He's moved from 20th uh, all the way into the top five. He's right now six under par for the day. Uh, he's about four shots back of the lead. And so uh, maybe, just maybe, we might be able to cash in, guys, uh, on a 40-1 to one play for today. That would be big stuff right there. So like you said, we've got it all going down, going to make some money this weekend. And like you said, we got the holidays coming up, good times abound everywhere. So, Ben, Frankie's off. off. He's going to go get that Vegas shop information so he can get in that community. Just me and you now. Let's get ready to wrap this one up. Like I said, I'm on the Dallas Cowboys this week. And I want to leave you with this. I know I mentioned at the top of the show, anything that you see teasable in the NFL this weekend? Or have you not looked that deep into it yet? I haven't done a ton of dives into teasers, at least at the moment. I think what would be intriguing, like let's say you're you're going back to the Dallas Cowboys, right? Right, Corey? And you yep. see them at, uh, at plus one. If you want to take them all the way, get to that seven number against Washington, that certainly puts them in play. Uh, maybe you want uh, the side of the Detroit Lions going up against the Falcons. Right now you can move that line at DraftKings Sportsbook up to plus eight and a half. Uh, compared to plus two and a half right now. So that can get you over that three uh, and certainly over that seven and seven and a half number as well. So those are a couple that, that I'm possibly considering. Uh, you know, Cleveland was a team that uh, right now you can't get them for more than the hook at, at minus three and a half. Uh, maybe that's a play. And then also too the, the Steelers and Titans game, uh, that one I've been going back and forth on all week, Corey. I'm that's trying a, to figure out a, where I want to go there. That's a very interesting game this week it looks like that might be that game and the cardinals and the and the seahawks yeah. are the two most intriguing games on the schedule this week i i can't figure out that i think you do have to tee i think you can tease either of those sides tennessee or pittsburgh and get a win um i think seattle could be you know i think big russell wilson could have something for little russell wilson so i could see that one maybe getting out of hand but i like arizona to keep that close another intriguing matchup this weekend um it just skipped my mind just that fast um, <clears throat> well, let me, while you're, while you're thinking of it, Corey, let me give you one that I think actually has money line upset potential. And I want to run this I, by I, you real quick. I, okay? going, I, I hopefully that, I'm glad you mentioned that. And hopefully we're going the same place. Go ahead. Okay. What do you think about Jacksonville plus seven and a half on the road against the chargers this week? I know that Jacksonville has a, one. Yeah, a bounce back have, spot for Jacksonville. 
Yeah, they haven't they haven't won since week one of the season, but Gardner Minshew's put up really strong numbers. The Chargers, especially at home in games that they're supposed to win, Very always vulnerable. find a way to screw it up at the end. And so I not only do I like Jacksonville to cover in that game, but, but I think especially if, if DJ Chark is healthy, if James Robinson is able to get things going against the Chargers, Chargers have not been a good defensive team, despite everything that we know about the talent on that roster. And Justin Herbert's still a rookie quarterback, and if we're as good as he's looked, he's made some bad mistakes as well so all it takes kind of like what philip rivers did early in the season against jacksonville where he made some bad interceptions down the stretch if justin herbert throws a couple bad picks in this game jacksonville is going to be right in it and for anybody that's considering the chargers either money line or for their survivor leagues i would tell you to maybe look elsewhere this week because i think the chargers are very much a possibility of losing at home this week against jacksonville that's interesting call right there i was looking at the las vegas raiders hmm that's really intriguing considering the state of their offensive line, right? Because you yeah, know, it makes got, it like, tough. Don't get me wrong with that, with that offensive line and with that situation that's going on. But you have, I, I think teams first trip to Vegas, first road trip to Vegas. I want to see how those teams play out. And I think you got Tampa coming off that big win last week, mm-hmm. coming in there riding high. I'm thinking definitely a teaser situation with the Raiders. Definitely even catch the points and maybe a sprinkle on the money line in case the upset does happen. I said, I mentioned the Dr. Roto this week. He told me I was crazy. No, I don't think you're crazy because I, I still think the Raiders have, have played well this year, especially considering that road win against the Chiefs. They got that big win at home against the Saints. Like, they can pull it off, and Tampa is very much a Jekyll or Hyde type team, right? Like, at some point, the good Tom Brady is going to show up like he did against Green Bay, and then other times, the bad Tom Brady is going to show up the way he did against the Saints and against the Bears. So I, I just think the reason I probably disagree here is that Tampa's finally healthy. Like Ronald Jones, three consecutive weeks of 100 yards on the ground. He's finally taken control of that position. You now have Chris Godwin healthy. Mike Evans is finally back on track. Uh, They've actually used Gronk as a pass-catching receiver, and he actually didn't look terrible. I I just feel like with the health now for Tampa Bay, uh, they're finally going to slowly start to hit their stride. And I just don't know with all the issues at the offensive line, uh, considering how good the the Bucs' run defense already is, to me it just feels like it just doesn't present well for Derek Carr. All right, got a big Vegas Whisper weekend coming up right here. SI Fantasy Pro Community. It is time for us to get money for my main man, Frankie Fat Stacks. For Ben Heisler, I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. We are out.